uncut, uncensored, and unscripted, and on the fly. You know, when the finale occurred, one of the big moments in the finale that happened was the petrification of the terrible trio, the Legion of Doom, that being Crystalis, Tyric, and yes, Cozy Glow. Well, recently, Equestria Daily asked the question, or asked the fans the question on their thoughts of Cozy Glow's punishment, basically her being petrified. And a lot of fans came out, and just like then and now, uh, were kind of mixed about it. You know, some fans were okay with it, basically felt like she deserved it after everything she had put every other pony and creature through, and that also she was a conspirer. She was a cohort in the whole situation with Tyric and Crystalis, and despite the fact that she's young enough to be given a chance to redeem herself and see the true meaning of friendship, she refuses. She makes a mockery of it. So, you know, some would agree that, yeah, she deserves this. Now, others would disagree with that and say that maybe temporarily she deserved to be turned to stone, but that maybe they could be, maybe, you know, they could free her from that imprisonment, but leave Tyric and Crystalis and, and kind of give Cozy Glow a chance to redeem herself by pointing out, hey, you want to go back to that? Then let us help you. Let us show you the true meaning of friendship. So... A lot of people kind of are indifferent about it. Some are even still convinced that Cozy Glow is not exactly a pony slash filly at all. That she's something else in disguise of a pony slash filly. But, you know, Equestria Daily decided recently to ask this question. And my honest opinion on it is, you know, I, I believe she deserved it. I mean, you got to remember, this is also fiction. This is also fiction and everything. And the way Cozy Glow acted, let's not forget the way Cozy Glow was portrayed throughout her introduction in the middle of season eight to the revelation that she's the villain of that season to even now to season nine. Uh, we got to remember she's very smart. She's a chess player. I mean, she has a chess piece of a rook chess piece as a cutie mark. So she's always smart. She's always able to figure things out. She's always able to keep one step ahead of the game when it comes to certain uh, characters. So, you know, even though she, even even though despite her cute appearance, Cozy Glow is one of those kind of characters that don't judge a book by its cover because even though it may look nice, Maybe what you read within or you see within is not exactly what the book cover represents. And so in the long run, one would agree, like I would, that Cozy Glow did deserve the punishment. But as I pointed out in one other video, I feel that if the comic decides to tackle the villain's fate, you know, afterwards down the line, that I could see Cozy Glow being freed, partially being freed, along with the other villains. Like maybe their upper bodies are freed from the petrification, but the rest of them not are not, while they're being put on trial. And thus we would get a true explanation and origin to why Cozy Glow did what she did, why she's acting the way she did. And I believe my scenario is she had a family just as kept moving from town to town Every time she would make friends in each town and say she would never part from them, they'd be friends forever, she would end up going against that. She would end up breaking that promise. And maybe that's what drove her to the brink of insanity, like intelligent insanity. Like, you know, she doesn't want to keep doing this. So when they moved to Ponyville, she pretty much figured, you know what? 
This is where we're going to stay. This is where I'm going to stay. And I'm going to make friends here no matter what, even if I have to force people to be my friends. So, you know, so perhaps that's what's going to happen in the Season 10 comic by IDW. But right now, I would agree, yes. You know, after what she was a cohort and a conspirer in, you know, she deserved the punishment along with them. I mean, even MLP-Silverquill, when you watch the Bronies React video to the finale, or at least the ending of the end, that is, he even says that it wasn't a child they petrified and punished, along with Crystalis and Tyrick. It was an attempted murderer. And I'm sure Silverquill on his hand, or courtesy of his OC character, his talons can count multiple times, not just in the finale, not just in the final season, but even in the season 8 finale, how many times she tried to attemptedly murder or kill off certain characters. I mean, heck, I even still stand by the fact that she tried to kill Starlight slowly when she had Starlight in that magical bubble that was draining all the magic from Equestria. So... Uh, I agree, honestly, with the punishment, but I also agree that if the comic falls through on it down the line, that I could see her maybe being one of those villains after her explanation and origin as to why she's become the way she has gets explained. I could see her being one of the villains that gets freed, but on a probationary period that she lets Twilight and her friends you know, teach her the true meaning of friendship. Try to help her give help give her a slow redemption. So, yeah, you know, overall though, that's how I feel about it. But if you want to give your own reasonings, go to Equestria Daily. Go to Equestria Daily, I should say. And the question is there. And, you know, read it. Give it thought. And then maybe... And then maybe give it some answer uh, from your own opinion on how you feel about it. But that wasn't the only pony information or theories and thoughts that came to mind over the past 24 hours. Another one comes of courtesy of somebody on Twitter called Try Dashy. Try, try Dashy. And Try Dashy, if you're watching, Thank you for giving me this thought and theory to think about. Now, I did a video not that long ago where I basically talked about Twilight outliving her friends and how that's not going to happen and how it could all connect with Twilight's top magical student, Lester Dawn, and how basically everything's just coming full circle and that eventually when Lester Dawn reaches the status that Twilight did, that Twilight's going to pass the crown over to her, and then Twilight's going to go and be with her friends forevermore. Now, a lot of people would probably point out, well, her friends would be older than her, right? They'd be way older. Not exactly. You see, I also came up with the fact that Twilight likes to study, likes to learn new spells or create new spells, and she's the kind that could come up with a spell that would slow the aging process and allow her friends to age at a slow pace so that when the time comes for her to step down and hand the crown over to, let's say, Lester Dawn, you know, then maybe the aging spell will be completed 
and she can age simultaneously along with her friends and um, afterwards, you know, living a happy life in retirement or something. But Tri Dashi actually brought up something very interesting on Twitter. You see, she used two screenshots that she captured off the Netflix presentation of one of the earlier seasons. I would assume season three or season four. I think season three. I don't know if it was season two or three. I can't remember. I got to look it up. But basically, it's from the episode Magic Duel. Long story short, um, Trixie comes back to Ponyville to try to not only exact revenge and prove that she's a better uh, spellcaster than Twilight, but she does it by using what's known as the Alicorn Amulet. And what she doesn't realize is the amulet is slowly corrupting her. Yes, it gives her magical abilities to do things no other unicorn or alicorn could do, you know, at her stage in life, but she's willing to do whatever it takes to one-up, um, you know, Twilight. And in the process, what she does is she uses what's known as an age spell. And Twilight's uh, response being in surprise at seeing this, is that only high-level unicorns could achieve a spell like that. Now, think about it. Twilight is ex- Twilight was not, at that time, though, a high-level unicorn or alicorn. She is now, but at the time, she wasn't. So, it makes you think. If an amulet, which, you know... Uh, they did get rid of and they did put into hiding and they did kind of save Trixie from complete corruption and she did apologize for her actions afterwards. But if an amulet can increase one's abilities to cast spells that only the highest level of unicorns slash alicorns could cast, it makes you wonder that now since Twilight in continuity, is a high-level alicorn that perhaps she now has the ability. I mean, I did mention in one video that she likes to learn new spells. She likes to challenge herself, even as the ruler of Equestria, along with her friends. So what better way to learn a new spell or perfect an existing spell and and really challenge herself than to try the age spell? And this is where Tridashi, I think, is trying to point out something to a lot of fans. You know, a lot of fans complained about the fact when it came to Last Problem, which was part of the hour and a half primetime finale, the movie finale, if you will, uh, for the series. You know, we saw the future versions of not just Twilight, you know, as the future, as the rule of Equestria, basically given, as some people put it, a paint job over an already already established Celestia model. Not only did we get to see a spike in his Chad form, as people put it, but we eventually did get to see uh, the rest of the main group. We got to see the them aged by 15, 20, 10 years, whatever you want to call it. And the one thing that a lot of people pointed out that they didn't like was, yes, we saw them older, 
but did you really have to put lines like bags under their eyes to uh, pretty much uh, confirm that they were older? Did you really have to put the bags under their eyes? And, you know, people weren't too happy about that, that little detail that was added. But anyway, getting back on topic, uh, we saw, like I said, the future versions of the entire group. And this is what really got people a little peeved. Because one thing that Megan McCarthy, when she took over as executive producer, uh, had said in a tweet, and I think at several conventions, and people would ask this question, was about Twilight and her outliving her friends, you know, since she had become an alicorn. And Megan basically said that Twilight would not outlive her friends. That's not going to happen. Well, apparently, in the eyes of a lot of fans, when they look at this finale, the la- mostly, you know, from an individual standpoint, the last problem, the final episode, they see otherwise. They see, you know, hypocrisy in front of them because it looks exactly like that's going to happen. But that's, again, where Tri-Dashy comes in. Tri-Dashy points out in just those little clips... You know, and everything, and I think you can even look it up on uh, Twitter, on YouTube. Just tapping, type in "Magic Duel" or something, and basically, it's that one scene where Twilight points this out that only high-level unicorns or high-level alicorns are capable of casting such a spell. And that brings me to what I'm talking about, and what I even said in an earlier video. That Twilight, now being, you know, fully grown as an alicorn, you know, Celestia status, if you will, that she is more than capable enough, more than capable enough, I should say, of casting such a spell on her friends. You know, a lot of people, you know, feel that it's, you know, hypocrisy on Hasbro's part, or mostly the creator's part, the writing staff's part, the creative staff's part, on aging the characters the way they did and basically pretty much telling the entire fans in that episode or towards the end of the episode that, yeah, Twilight's going to outlive them. Well, here, pretty much if you go back to, what was it, season two or three, it pretty much indicates that that possibly will not happen. That Twilight does have the abilities now as a fully grown alicorn and ruler of Equestria, even in the comics that follow, you know, in season 10, she has the ability to basically cast a spell that can either slow down the aging process, like I mentioned earlier, and in one video, to where her friends went, would, to the point that her friends would age, but they would be slowly, you know, slowly and everything. But she also has the ability to de-age them you know, back to what they were before, you know, back to the status that she met them at before, and and allow them to be immortal. And that's one, th- again, that's what Tridashi put up on the tweet, that apparently high-level unicorns slash alicorns have the ability to do this spell where they could, you know, either cause a pony to age up in years or age down in years, as well as potentially make them immortal. So, 
When you think about it, you go back to the episode Magic Duel and you listen to that one line by Twilight when she sees Trixie under the you know, under the influence of the Alicorn amulet, you know, pull off this spell, it basically tells you that now as an Alicorn herself, that she has the power to do this. She has the ability to do this. So the question is, if the comic takes place with its, if the season 10 portion of the comic, I should say, takes place afterwards, you know, after the coronation and everything, which it seems to do, the question is, in one of these arcs that we get, one of these multi-part arcs that we may be getting, will Twilight cast an age spell on her friends that may slow the aging process so even though they get older, they're still young and active and vibrant as before? It makes you wonder. It makes you wonder if we're going to get a moment like that. Because... As a lot of people have pointed out, when it comes to the comics, you know, the creative staff there has a little bit more leeway than the creative staff on the animation portion of the series. So, we'll have to, as I always say in my videos sometimes when it comes to this, we'll have to wait and see what occurs. But it's, but it's really interesting to think about. It's really interesting from a continuity standpoint to go back and look at that one scene from the episode Magic Duel and kind of realize, hey, wait a minute, Twilight's now at a stage where she could actually do this. She could actually do this and basically make her friends younger again and make them immortal. Makes you, makes you think, you know, hey, maybe what we worried about was nothing at all. Because remember, Megan McCarthy, whether you liked her or not, is the executive producer uh, at the time, Megan McCarthy did say that Twilight would not outlive her friends, and maybe that's what she meant. Maybe she meant that by saying, you know, hey, go back and look at some of the episodes, and there's probably one Pacific episode out there that kind of gives you the clue of, yeah, Twilight's not going to outlive her friends whatsoever. So, you know, really interesting. Really, it's a, so it's a really interesting theory. And a really interesting pickup by Twy Dashi and anybody, and you know by Twy Dashi. Period. So uh, let me know what you guys think, though. Let me go, let me know what you guys think about you know what Twy Dashi pointed out, and let me know if you've caught that as well when you're going back and watching or re-watching the Magic Duel episode from I think was it season two or three. Let me know what you guys think down below. Comment if you like. Let me know what your thoughts are on Equestria Daily asking the question about, you know, Cozy Glow's punishment when it comes to being petrified into a statue along with Turek and Chrysalis. Let me know what your thoughts are on that. And that's all I'm going to say, guys. So until next time, comment down below. God bless. Take care. And I'm out.